This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. Well, I made casual reference to this on our show a while ago that I was going to do a three-day fast, and you thought about doing a three-day fast, <laughs> and so that was probably the most rewarding thing we've ever done together, but uh, <laughs> just wanted to recap what we went through, and uh, we found this Dr. Jason Fung is a world-leading expert on intermittent fasting, low-carb, and uh, type 2 diabetes. He says, hunger is a state of mind not a state of stomach, um, which I, I say a lot that uh, I don't think anyone or very few people can run to failure. I think most people, it, especially that listen to this podcast, have never been in a complete state of hunger where they couldn't function. It's always in your mind, like if you have a big glass of water that gets you through it. Um, but my experience through the three days, I started on a Monday night at 6 p.m. and I ate last night at 6 30 and the, I mean the hardest part was just being bored and wanting to eat something and uh can you walk us through your empathetic journey with me and thinking about fasting well you know I've fasted before and I was kind of coming off a crazy week so I couldn't necessarily do it right. I think the hardest re- hardest thing for me about the fasting is uh, my family, right? I still have to cook dinner for my kids. I still got to make them lunch. And so it's always kind of weird when someone's not eating. That's another big reason I don't do it as much as I can, because there's five of us and it's kind of dumb. My main thing with fasting is I feel like it's sort of essentially how we were on the Serengeti human beings, right? Because you didn't eat every day. You had to go hunt and kill something and that's when you would eat. So I think our body is sort of set up to not necessarily eat every day. Yeah, I think physiologically we're hardwired that way, but culturally we, yeah. from the time you're born, you you eat three meals a day. And I think that's the main reason that it's hard to get over that hump is because mentally you think it's time to eat. You said the social aspect of, I don't know if you consider your family social, but when I did this in the past, that was definitely the hardest part because I was going out more and just interacting with people and like, I'll just have water. Cause it's not only you can't eat, like it's, you can't have a beer because that's uh, um, calories in that too. I mean, have, are you familiar with the, like that? I don't know what it's called, like the 99% or hundred percent rule, where basically if you do something 99% of the time, that's harder than if you do it hundred percent of the time. Like if you doing this, trying to eat less being like, Oh, I can have a little bit of whatever, then you'll, you'll be tempted more. But if I can't have anything, full stop, then that's fine. Like I went to a friend's birthday party and they had it catered and they had tacos and everything I loved eating. And then they had ice cream and dessert. And I wasn't tempted because it was just, I know I can't, I I brought two cans of LaCroix and I drank those and I was fine. It's harder when you do it something part of the way. Yeah. You know, the, the, the great part about fasting, I think, by the way, you can fast from anything. One time in our lives, me and my wife fasted from people. So we literally did what we had to do. It didn't have anybody over or talk to anybody for a month, which was great because it gets you out of your routine. Like this full stop idea of not eating for three days helps you examine how you live your lifestyle. And it, you fasting made me think about me eating. 
and how what my process were. And I feel like I had gotten soft on some things. I used to have a very solid specific lunch. And then I started adding a bunch of crap in there over the last year. And this fasting thing, like, you know what? I got to go back to the original three things that I eat and tighten it up. Fasting, I really believe is sort of almost a spiritual experience to get you out of your routine to think about how you're doing things. Yeah. And I guess you can't help but think about food and kind of like you were saying, re-examine what you're doing and why you eat it. Um, I'm, I'm definitely a grazer. And I say the, the way I deal with portion control is I don't buy it. And that way it's not an option. But if there is food in the house, like I'm going to, if I bought a box of cereal today, it would be gone in the next three hours. Like I would have best intentions to have one bowl, but that's the way I can limit myself. So I, I have, I am re addressing how I eat. And when I started eating again last night, I didn't have a normal dinner for a few reasons. One, you can get severe diarrhea, yeah. but two, <laughs> I was like, I need to, let's, let's do a little bit different. And I lost seven pounds in three days. So here's my question. I know that I always ask you this, but you don't really, you, how are you going to know? Like, what is, the, what is the percentage of, an, of Americans that have specifically fasted for 24 hours as a, as a, just to do it? Not because they didn't eat, because they wanted to know what it was like. I mean, I would guess about as many billionaires as there are in the country. 1%. Like I, because just in general, people don't like being in uncomfortable situations. And this is like the cold shower or waking up early to have self-reflection time in front, in front of your house. Like that's a, it's not what you want to do. It's not the easy thing to do. And so I think most people are probably less willing to do it. And it's counterintuitive to what we've been taught for most of our lives. Like I thought it was unhealthy. Uh, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I'd pretty for the most part haven't had breakfast in three years um except like maybe on vacation and i feel like i have more energy than i did when i did eat it yeah and the other thing too i feel like when i fasted is that it really does increase the other senses a shower feels so much better when you're fasting because that, that's what that's like your reward is the shower and i remember i remember picking up smells better i know that seems crazy but i feel like your other senses kind of kick in yeah, I didn't experience the shower thing because I don't have a working bathroom right now, <laughs> but there is definitely a heightened sense of alertness and cl clarity is, is the best word to describe it. Um, but yeah, it just kind of makes everything else. I mean, just overcoming the boredom or, or um, yeah, boredom. And once again, just back to that Serengeti reference is that the reason you're hungry is because you don't have any food to eat. And it, by the way, makes you, when we were on the Serengeti, didn't know where our food was coming, go leave and go get food. And that's where your senses are heightened. Also, you know, this I remember it was a diet like in the 90s where um, it was like a lot of meat. I remember people were just only Atkins. eating meat. Atkins, right? And it was like, I understand where that comes from, right? Because once again, on the Serengeti, you'd go kill a big piece of meat and that's all you'd eat for three days. And then you wouldn't eat for three days again. So when everybody was eating all that meat for the Atkins, I was like, yeah, this kind of sounds about normal for what our diet was in the old days. Yeah, the hunter-gatherer. Yeah. And also, I mean, just the culture we live in now, I think pretty much everyone in the United States could easily do a three to seven day fast just because the amount of body fat everyone has. Like back then, you everyone was leaner because they weren't eating all the time. And you have a metabolic uh, system that like starts purging stuff. I mean, there's autophagy and ketosis and all these, like you can go down a deep rabbit hole of what happens once you haven't eaten for 12 to 14 hours. And it's restorative 
um, benefits from not eating. And just lastly, I feel like we need to bring this up. The reason it sort of came in to my purview, maybe yours as well, is Phil Mickelson recently won the PGA Championship, and he looked great. Like, he's kind of a pudgy guy. But watching this golf tournament, you looked at him and wow, he looks really different. And he mentioned that he'd been doing some fasting. And it's really mm-hmm. paid off for him for concentration, obviously. And he's 50 years old. And so I, I'm hoping people maybe latch onto that and go like, yeah, what, what was Phil's deal? And research it. Yeah. Well, if you're interested in trying it, I, my, my biggest um, suggestion is like the first day is rough and you're going to think that yeah. like your body's telling you to, but it's not, it's your mind being yeah. like, this is my routine. And so it's breaking routine. It's not because you physically need it. Like I said, at the beginning, no one can run to failure. Like you're not going to be able to go that far. Anyway, it was a fun experience. Die. And you're not going to die. You're not going to die. You'll pass out and someone will pick you up and... <laughs> I never passed out. I never passed out. Well, this has been our recap. If you like the show, share it with a friend or reach us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Reposted Podcast. I'm Andrew for the Angry Leprechaun. Thanks for stopping by.